Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Monday, December 10th, 2018, and this is the ride. Good morning my friends, it is Monday morning. I hope that you are well on your way to an excellent week. I hope I have an excellent week this week. Our family is taking a little vacation at the end of these five work days. And it will be a good thing. But I've got a lot of things I'd like to accomplish this week. So I'm making plans, concerted efforts to accomplish these plans. That makes sense, right? I can't expect to get certain things done if I am not setting the stage to getting them done, right? For example, I've got a number of systems that recently went through a name change. And as part of that, I have to go into our system and modify some database stuff. I promise I won't get too deep into it, but I have to change the names of a number of pieces of information to the new system name. Because right now it's referring to the old name, referring to the old nature, so to speak. And it's causing confusion to the people using my system. They're saying, well, I thought that, you know, I thought that this is the system name that we have now, but all of this information refers to the old one. And it was difficult to make that change. It's not a simple transition. But I found the key recently that it actually is more simple than I thought. And I have to go through this process of devoting those things that have the wrong name. I have to devote them to the new name. And if you're not getting this, this is a great picture of the life of a believer. If you're a young believer, you may have heard that as you accept Christ into your life, Old things are passed away, behold, all things become new, and you are a new creature, a new creation in Christ, and that's an absolute truth right there. The spirit part of your person is now connected with God the Father in a way that never had existed before, and you've accepted the life that Jesus has purchased for you. A life that allows you to live beyond the call of sin and the call of the old man nature. It allows you to do that, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we align our minds with that truth. And it takes an entire lifetime, maybe, to realize that though we are changing and our minds are renewed every day, there are still parts of our mind that revert to this old nature. And just like this thing I'm doing for work, I have to devote that information that was once called this way to a new name that is now called what it should be. You know, as Christians, we operate through our lives adhering to some thinking, how we view God and what he's done for us and and the world and all of the things around us, we, we make decisions using our brain. And we need to have a renewed brain. We need to see things the way that God had created them to be, not the way that 
we were living in them before we came to know the creator of all things. So for my week, I expect that today I will go through this process where I will go and rename every one of these pieces of information from the old name to the new name. This is a great example because I can see, not that you care, but I've got about maybe 110 of these things I have to rename. But it's quite possible that I could miss one, maybe. I mean, not in my job. I will see every one and I will change every one. So don't worry, people at work. But if I was thinking about our lives spiritually now and there's different elements of our life that we identify with either the old nature or the new nature, there may be some of these things that are buried deep, hidden. Maybe we've ignored them. and Psychologically, we don't even know they're there. And yet, it refers to our old man thinking. And Lord, I'm asking that you would show us as we can process these things. Lord, show them to us. Help us to renew our thinking. Align our thinking with how you see us. How you have given your word and given us a new hope. Just like Star Wars. And you've given us a dream and a vision of an excellence that we did not know was possible in our own lives, our lives. The way we see our life sometimes is really itty-bitty. And you see our lives as being much more impactful. It's amazing what one person and God can accomplish. So Lord, remind us of this. Help us to reject the lie of the enemy and grab on to the truth of you and your word. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Make us strong. Amen. This morning, I was running a little late coming to work. And it's kind of comical now that I think about it because I couldn't find my keys. And I'm searching all over all the coats that I was wearing over the weekend and all the jeans trying to find them in the pockets, whatever. Couldn't find them. I had left the car outside because I was doing some woodworking in the garage. So to save space, I keep the car out. And so I thought, well, maybe I left the keys in the car the whole weekend. Locked in the car. So I grabbed Christy's keys and go out to the car, thinking that I might need to unlock it to get my keys, which at this point... It had to, they had to have been locked in the car. I, don't, I didn't know where else to look. So I get out to the car, I unlock it, no keys inside. So I've got my wife's keys in my hand, and I'm thinking, well, I can't just use her set of keys. Um, I mean, she's got to do some driving today, and uh, I mean, I guess I could take my car keys off her keychain. I guess that would work. But I walked back into the house... And I told her, you know, I'm, it's got to be somewhere. I can't find them. And I had her keys in my hand. In my hand. And I placed them on the countertop where, we're, where we were conversing. And I said, I just don't know where they could be. And my finger was kind of toying with the keys that I had just placed on the countertop.
And then I looked at those keys. Do you know what I'm about to tell you? Those were my keys. In my hand, the whole time. My keys, the thing I was looking for, was in my hand the whole time. When my wife gave me the keys that I thought were hers, she actually was giving me the keys that I was looking for. And I went minutes doing the best effort that I could do, trying to find those doggone keys, using the keys that I was looking for to unlock the door to get into my car to look for the keys that were in my hand. Okay, so have I belabored it enough? Have you accepted Christ today? Are you living a life where you know that Christ and you are on good terms, that he has brought you out of darkness and set you into a different place, a light-filled place, a truth-filled place. And yes, we know that we have renewing of our minds to go through and and every day isn't perfect. We get this. Are you living in such a place where you know that your life is much bigger than you once thought and that the key to life and to victory in this life, you're holding on to it. He's in your heart and you have a daily connection with God the Father through Jesus Christ, your Lord. Do you know this? If what I've just said to you doesn't resonate and cause you to say, absolutely, yes, Rusty, I am there, that's me. If that's not you today, you have a decision to make. You have a decision. It's not my decision, it's your decision. No matter how old you are, this is your decision. Don't be the person who went through life and at the end turned around and said, ah, the keys, I had the, I had the key this whole time. I've been trying to find the key and I've had the keys in my hand the whole time. What is the key, you ask? The key is Jesus Christ. That's the key. He is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one will have eternal life apart from him. He is the one who set the stage, thank you, Lord, for victory in your life. He set the stage. You didn't have to do it. He prepared everything that's necessary. You simply need to give your heart to him. It's really simple. And sometimes simple is just, it's, I I don't know, it's too complicated. (laughs) It's so simple, it's too complicated for our human minds to comprehend. Somehow we think it's got to be more complicated or that we have to, to do this and do these five things and then do this. I mean, we're told that when we're trying to lose weight, when we're trying to make money in a business, we, all the steps, you know, learn the 50 steps. It's very simple. Accept what Jesus Christ has done for you and communicate with him. It's really simple. And it really works. And yes, 
you are giving up something. You are giving up your autonomy. So if you're a fan of autonomy and doing it on your own, this might not be for you. But guess what? Depending on your personality style, don't you think the one who created you knows this about you? Don't you believe that if you're one of these autonomous types, that God can still work with you and put you in places where even that autonomy works well and you can have great success. Now the autonomy works so far as to say God might put you in positions where you don't have to rely on other people so much but the more you rely on God the more you will find success I don't know if I'm speaking to a particular person but I think that there are plenty who feel that giving up of anything of of themselves is somehow losing out I'm not going to candy coat it you must give up your life But the Word of God says if you are willing to do that, then you will find your life. And if you cannot do that, you will absolutely, guaranteed, lose your life. And what life we're talking about isn't just your 75, 85 years on this planet. We're talking about an eternal life situation. The life that Jesus came to restore to mankind. Do you want that today? I'm kind of maybe more in your face today than I normally am, but I believe that that's okay, and we need that at times. And I'm sure I will re-listen to this and be challenged, maybe in the same way that you're feeling challenged right now. Know that I'm not doing this out of mean-spiritedness. I'm doing what the will of God says to do, which is spread the good news of the gospel to the ends of the earth. So I'll do it in whichever way I can. Don't you think that it's about time that we see if Jesus Christ really is who he said he is? I think it's quite amazing that he spoke very clearly that he was the Son of God. That means either he was a lunatic or he was some kind of a liar or he was Lord those are the choices you cannot call him just a good teacher that you know had some good sayings some quotable quotes and oh yeah he had that cool story about his birth that we all kind of joke about the baby Jesus he has to be one of those three things and Today is the day that you get to decide. If you decide wrong, tomorrow will be a day that you get to decide. But don't decide wrong. I'm telling you that he is Lord. He is who he said he was. He was not a raving maniac, and he was not trying to lie to you. So I'm going to operate in faith, and I'm praying that you do as well. Meaning you don't have to see everything with your human vision in order to see that Jesus is who he said he is. So it's simple. It's not complicated. We make it complicated. But it's very simple. Accept Christ into your heart. Believe what he has done for you. 
and walk trusting in him every day. As you do that, you will hear the word of God through his word, scripture, and through your time in prayer. You will hear the the word of the Lord. You will actually come to understand the heart of Father God who created all things. You can know this. Yeah, I know. It's just crazy to think about. But yeah, he did this for you. So if you're ready, here we go. Lord Jesus, we come before you humbled. We believe that you are the son of the one God. We might not have ever done this kind of thing before, but Lord, we want to understand how this all works. And so the first step, Lord, is we're going to ask you into our heart. You said that we can be saved if we just accept what what you've done on the cross as a payment, a payment for sin that would have really just taken us down. But you covered the sin penalty and made a way for us to have life. We accept that right now. I accept that right now. If you guys will say this with me, say, I accept you, Jesus Christ, as the Lord of my life. I thank you for dying on the cross for me. Help me to walk out your word, your truth, every day from now on. And if I fail, Lord, remind me that I can still stand and continue to walk with you. Lord, thank you for making my life brand new today. When I might want to think about things the way I used to think. Remind me that I am a chosen child of yours. and That I have a purpose well beyond my wildest dreams. Remind me of this, Lord, every day. Thank you for changing my life. Amen. That was so cool. If that's the first time that you've ever done that, I want to congratulate you. It takes a lot of courage to make that step. But there are thousands listening to this podcast. I'm speaking that by faith, by the way. There are thousands listening to this podcast who have done that step and are walking in the ways of truth and learning as they go. And I want to celebrate your decision right now and know that every one of you that listens to this podcast I pray for you I pray for your success I may not know your name but God does so you've got the key you've got the right key in your hand what do you do with keys well you unlock things or you lock things right so now the now the task is this there's certain things in your life that have been locked the enemy has locked them up you now have the key Jesus Christ these things can be unlocked whether it be seeing yourself renewed you can unlock that now you can see yourself the way God sees you whether you feel that you're adequate you can unlock that And the adequacy will come in. God has created you and God has made you adequate.
In fact, he has made you more than a conqueror. So if you needed to conquer something, know this, you can more than do that. What do keys also do? Keys can lock things up. Hmm, so what should we lock up? When you lock something up, you're taking authority over that thing, right? Because you are controlling it. So there are certain things that rise up. Maybe anger, fear, discontent. I could go on. There are certain things that need to be locked up, but not just locked up and forgotten about. In a sense, we need to unlock them out of our lives and give them to God and let Him lock them away. They don't need to be part of your life anymore. Unforgiveness. That needs to go. You're a new creation today. Imagine what would happen if that person who every time they see you in the past is cringes because there's this unforgiveness between you two. What happens when you see them next time? And this time of the year, you might see these folks. What happens when you see them next when you obviously are operating in forgiveness about that thing? You have a different spirit about you. What in the world are they going to think? Something has changed. Something drastic has changed. And it's a good thing. Now that I think about it, the key isn't to lock things up. The trick is we need to unlock all of these areas in our life that we have squirreled away attitudes that don't really align with the way God would have us to operate. You know, he wants us to live in self-control and peace and joy and all the fruit of the Spirit. He wants us to live there. And if there's anything in our lives that are keeping that from happening, that thing needs to be unlocked, released to him. Let him deal with it. Okay? I mean, I could ask you, how have you been able to deal with a thing for this many years? I mean, are you able to deal with it? Or is it just one of these things where you just have that little special place of anger or unforgiveness in your life and you just kind of hold on to it and pet it like a little baby sin because that's what it is you're a new creation let's not live that way well I'm so proud of you and I am praying for your success as you know so you need to stay in that word and live in peace and pray for those who persecute you and the God of creation has just entered into a new relationship with you, whether you're a new believer or someone who has just said, you know, enough's enough, I am rededicating my life to Christ. We truly need to do that every day. But enough's enough. I now have the keys. What am I doing with the keys? Let's rattle some cages, shall we? I think if we do that, the world will be a distinctly different and better place. And I will see you on the flip.